Hello, and welcome to Podcast University, your mobile classroom for leaders. I am your instructor and mentor, Willie Diggs. I'm excited today to have with me one of my colleagues, Professor Elizabeth Ford. I definitely want to give a big shout out to all of my life class uh, academy mentees who are joining me on a six weeks intensive on dream building. Uh, just shout out to you guys. Today we will be looking uh, at a topic, are you prepared for college? Again, that topic is, are you prepared for college? We have three objectives on today. One of those objectives is to provide you with tips to get ready for college. The second one is to reshape your thinking as it relates to college prep and help you, the last one, excuse me, is to help you regain your focus. Now, let me introduce our speaker or uh, my colleague for today, none other than Professor Elizabeth Ford. She is an assistant professor at Alabama Agriculture and Mechanical University, where she serves as the Bachelor of Social Work Field Coordinator. Now, not to be limited by titles, Liz, as everyone calls her, is a master class teacher on advisement and student engagement. Let's welcome my colleague, Professor Elizabeth Ford. Professor Ford, welcome listen, to listen to all that enthusiasm. Okay, <laughs> to the Life Class I, I Academy. Like it. I like it. We are excited to have you on the podcast on today. Thanks so, before we get started, I uh, just want to ask you tell us just uh, a little bit about yourself. I gave you kind of like a little a little introduction on my perspective, but there's a lot to Professor Liz. Yeah, it's a lot. Now we're not gonna go into all of it. You know, I'm just just a girl from around the way trying to make my way. I my way here to Alabama A&M uh, over 15, 20 years ago. So I'm here again, but I'm in a different role. So as a student, I've been here as a student from Huntsville, Alabama. I just, I'm just um, still finding myself. So it's really not much to say about me outside, but um, I love what I do. And I try to make sure that everyone knows I love what I do. So it's me. I'm just Liz. Yeah, Professor, yeah, professor Ford is modest. <laughs> Uh, but our topic today, like I said, is are you prepared for college? Now, like I said, she's a master class teacher when it comes to student engagement. So I'm going to start off with a series of questions, and we're just going to let Professor Liz do what only Professor Liz can do. Now, question number one, what should every student know before they enter college? Well, it's really important to know for everyone to really understand now is not the issue is not getting into college anymore. The issue is staying in college. So I think every student that has uh, made up in their mind they want to attend, you know, university, college, be it a two-year, four-year, whatever, that they need to know that um, outside of your tuition, you have to have money for college. I mean, I don't think students really realize that books are a separate fee. And I just really want students to understand, you need to have money set aside for books. I, I, it sounds really simple, but it's so true how a lot of students come to college and, and don't understand they need to have money for books. Um, you need to know that you're going to be in an environment, if you choose to stay on campus through both the traditional route, you're going to be in an environment with people who you, you've never known, never met, people that you um, will be different from. So you're gonna go from your high school uh, friends and what you're used to, and you're gonna be around people who are totally different, of different, different ethnic backgrounds and makeup. 
So you're going to have to make sure that you are aware of that and that you don't put yourself in such a box where you're not able to, to learn from not just your books, but from your surroundings. Um, lastly, <clears throat> have fun, but don't let the turn up be so real that you're not able to return the second semester. You said, you said I, now this is getting into who <laughs> Professor Liz is. She said, you know, don't let the turn up. No, don't let the turn up. No, no, don't let it. Okay, no. okay. now what can they do? They're already here now. Mm-hmm. Say here. some are listening mm-hmm. on this podcast and they're already in school. Mm-hmm. What do they need to do to make some some changes? Well, let's take a look at your what you have going on currently. Uh, there, there are students that are on both ends of the spectrum where they're doing so much, they're so involved that they're not even taking time for themselves personally and that that can become an issue and then you have students that are absolutely doing nothing they're barely doing the schoolwork they're not involved in anything on campus they're just you know working and i have i've asked students before did you come to school to work or did you come to school to go to school so you just need to kind of find where you are be real with yourself where are you because again college is a choice it's not prison you don't have to be here but since you've chosen to be here, you're here now, now it is a financial investment, so what are you going to do? So if you're finding yourself where you don't have enough time to study, you don't have enough time to do the schoolwork, you don't have enough time to be involved in activities that's related to your major so that you can um, pad your resume, then that's where we start. Got it. And it sounds like you're telling me that students need to make sure that they have a good balance. Oh, that has to be balance. Balance is balance is key, and it it needs to be it needs to be attainable balance as well. We don't want I don't I don't want you to have these unrealistic balances that really don't fit. Because of course, although in the traditional sense, as far as age and you know just recently graduated from college you're a traditional student but we also are non-traditional in the sense that the things that the students are going through currently are things that even as young as I am didn't go through those That's things <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't go through those things and so these these obligations that a lot of students have coming into college you know like Erica Badu say bag lady they come with baggage yes and so we just got to learn how to figure out there's going to be a healthy balance both for yourself and whatever extra things you have going on I told y'all this is the mobile classroom (laughs) for leaders Ah. professor Liz is she's a straight shooter and, and I, I'm saying this in a context, I want you guys to understand that her office is normally flooded with students. <laughs> they love to come and speak with her. It's because she's a straight shooter. Now, I, I, let me switch this and move us a little further in the dialogue. Okay. How can a student measure if they are doing well? Well, you know, a lot of times we've been taught that there's a scale. So, you know, if you're making all A's, if you have the GPA that you desire, then you're doing great. But I have students who have been doing very well, but they're drowning. So you don't, again, it's going to go back to that balance. So even if you're doing well by your measurement, even society's measurements, you've got to understand that if you're not progressing and you're not feeling fulfilled, if you're not um, attaining, you have to set these attainable goals. So I think that's what we have to kind of start there. What does drowning look like? What does it look like? Yeah, Ooh, give me some examples. <laughs> There's a physical look for a student that's drowning. So, you know, um, you have the student that comes in at the beginning of the semester. She's always, you know, pristine. Her hair is done, nails done. She's always, you know, dressed to the nines. When she begins to drown, 
she looks different. It's a look on her face. It's, you know, you notice that she's not keeping herself up the way she used to. You notice that she's kind of become very quiet. And as a, I'm a social worker by training, so I'm looking at these um, behaviors. I'm looking at these nonverbal signs, and that's how I recognize if a student is drowning. Now, you need to recognize it personally, and when, when you find yourself, because everybody does, doesn't recognize depression, and it doesn't have to be necessarily to that extreme to where it's actual depression, you're drowning before you get uh, depressed. I understand that. So when you start um, noticing these, they don't have to be drastic changes. That's what drowning begins to look like. Got it. I think we got a good picture of that. Mm -hmm. Now, you are one of those sticklers as it comes to advising. Mm -hmm. So how often do you believe that a student needs to see their advisor? You need to see your advisor as often as you feel necessary. Let's, it's very, very important that you see your semester at the beginning, at the middle, and at the end of your semesters. So at least three? At least three times. At least that's when everything is going by your standards as well. But if you if you're having issues um, in between time, set an appointment with your advisor. Um, every advisor should be willing and and able to put you on their schedule so that you can have um, a, a meeting with them. Now, what type of questions should they ask their advisor? Well, the questions that you need to ask your advisor. Am I on track? Depending on whatever university or college that you attend, there should be some type of uh, auditing system with your grades, with your curriculum, with the degree plan, your program of study, whatever it's called at your university. And your advisor and yourself should, you now, listen, I'm the advisor now. You need to know your curriculum. You need to know what it is that you have to take for your degree plan because you don't want to put your fate in someone else's hand. We're all human and we all make mistakes. So you become equipped with the knowledge of what it is you need to take to get out of here in the four, six, eight years. It's going to take you to get up out of here. Got it. Now, she, like I said, she's straight. She's a straight shooter when it comes to advising. Uh, one of the things that, you know, um, I, I love about her is that she believes in making sure that you know how to stay on track. Now, what would you say to a parent who's maybe listening to this podcast and they're thinking, wow, I'm not sure how often my kid is, or my, yeah, I'm going to say kid, you know, your kid is seeing their advisor. What kind of conversation do the parents need to have with their child to make sure that that's happening? Well, first, parents... Um, I know you want to be that helicopter parent and you know you want to call the advisor yourself don't let first talk to your student talk to your student and get your students perspective of what's going on now I understand that as first-time freshmen and sometimes even as sophomores um, your, your student is still a bit green and immature so that's that's and if you know your student well enough to know that they're not following through then at that time you ask your student to make an appointment with their advisor and you either be there uh, via telephone or if you can if you're able to get there and come but I want to employ every parent to put this into their students' hands first, let them handle it, and if it comes to a situation where it can't be handled, then that's when you intervene. But it's, I don't want the parents to feel like they need to intervene immediately. All right, so uh, a quick story for me. I was in undergrad, and I went through my first two years never seeing my advisor. Whoa, why? Um, didn't know, know who my advisor was. Whoa. Uh, could not locate them on campus. Whoa. 
uh, didn't go through orientation, okay. which is why okay. I didn't know who okay. the advisor is. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm saying that in the context of, and you know, I'll say this, it took me seven years to graduate. To graduate mm-hmm. And that was one of the major setbacks is because we wasn't having that conversation yeah. uh, with our advisor. It's very important to, to, to have a great intrusive advising session at least once a year. And they need to be open with the advisor. That's, that's intrusive. That's it. Yeah. The advisor, if the advisor has a very intrusive session, then it will it would allow the students to feel comfortable enough to actually open up and talk about because everything is not always academic related either. When you're talking to your advisor, you should be able to feel comfortable enough to, and if the advisor is not in a position professionally to assist you, to at least direct you somewhere on campus to get that help Got it. Now, listen, I know that uh, Professor uh, Liz, Professor Ford, I mean, we, you know, Liz, uh, she is like the campus person here that everybody goes to. So, um, and I know her time is very valuable, but we're getting ready to end this podcast. But I want her to give us three tips that she believes that every person needs to know before uh, they get ready to go off to college. Um, definitely make sure that the college that you are attending is actually a fit for you. Not everyone is fit to go off to a four-year university. So make sure that the college you're attending is actually a fit for you. Know what you want to major in. Number two. Yeah, number two, definitely know what you want to major in. Don't get caught up in, it's my almost major. This is where I almost went because if you don't, if you already have decided and you're committed to that, but you're only going to go to this college because, well, it's close to home or whatever, got to know it and stick to it. And three, don't be afraid to ask questions. You have to, have to, have to ask because you don't know it all and you won't know it all. So if those are the three things I can leave you with, that's what I want to leave you with. It's it's 12,000 more, but those are three I will leave you with. Got it. Thank you so much, uh, Professor Liz, for being on the podcast here on Podcast University, University. where we are the mobile classroom for leaders. I would like to leave you guys with a quote, and it is a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. She said it like this. She said, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Again, she said, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. So it is our uh, idea behind the podcast is that you guys dream big, go after your dream, but you do need to be informed. So uh, we want to thank Professor Ford for being on this podcast with us. Remember, guys, you can always find me on my Facebook page at Willie Diggs or my Instagram, Periscope or Snapchat at I am Willie Diggs because I believe at being where the students are. Make sure you have a great day and make sure it's a great day on